What's up, guys? Ryan Horn here, and welcome to the Extraordinary Man Podcast. This is the one and only podcast specifically designed to help married businessmen create more profit and purpose in their business without sacrificing their family, health, or marriage in the process. Each week, I interview some of the world's most extraordinary men, including seven- and eight-figure entrepreneurs, elite athletes, best-selling authors, and world-class speakers. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Extraordinary Man Podcast. This is going to be a recap of my interview with David Hollenbach. So he talked a little bit about his backstory and how his dad went into the fire service and he kind of wanted to follow in his footsteps. But prior to that, he was also in the Navy, but he ended up getting discharged because of a broken foot, which was kind of disappointing for him, but entered the fire academy and then fire department. Uh, He was hired in 1999 and he quickly became a lieutenant and he was in charge of uh, the fire station, but he didn't feel prepared. He talked a lot about that, how he had a lot of great leaders who were below him, but he didn't really feel qualified to be leading them. So he really dove into leadership because it wasn't something that was taught. They didn't teach him how to be a leader, even though he was in charge of the entire fire station. So we talked a lot about leadership and things that he's done and how important emotional intelligence is and communication skills and caring and building relationships. And he talked a little bit about some of his leadership philosophy, which ultimately boils down to servant leadership. And he talked about this um, this Sanskrit proverb uh, that goes something along the lines of nothing in nature lives for itself. It's a little bit longer than that, but essentially that's what it is talking about. And it's contribution beyond yourself. And we really dove into his 23 years in the fire service and how he wanted to help people and how going through 23 years in fire service, you see a lot of things. You see a lot of horrors. You see a lot of evil things. You see a lot of great things as well. Uh, But you kind of see sometimes the best and worst in people and all kinds of crazy destruction from accidents and, and things like that. And essentially he talked about how it all adds up and it affects you. And for him, he just denied it for a long time. And the culture of the fire service is just suck it up and tough it out, right? So it took him a long time to admit that there was a struggle there uh, with his mental health because he didn't want to come across as weak. And again, the culture just of fire service, it reinforces kind of being a tough guy. And because of that, he talked about how infidelity, divorce, substance abuse, all very, very common among people in the fire service. And without going into all the details, he talked about some mistakes that he made and it ended up costing him his job. Talked about how embarrassing it was because it was literally on the news that he got fired. And his entire identity really was wrapped up in fire service at this point. I mean, 23 years into it. And so once he got fired, it was not only embarrassing, but he got extremely depressed. He was suicidal and he almost followed through on it. He talked about specifically how this one time he saw a picture of his daughter and that's the reason why he didn't follow through on it. And so instead he did the hard things and he dug in and did the heavy lifting and self-examination and he really dug into philosophy and he talked kind of about his journey with PTSD because he was diagnosed with it. He talked about all the different things that he has done that have helped him out with that a lot. 
But then we also talked about some really rewarding experiences that he had during his time in fire service. And he talked specifically about a wedding that he just recently attended of a young couple. And about seven years ago or so, he told the backstory of how the guy that just got married was coming home, fell asleep, drove into a deep retention pond at like three o'clock in the morning, and how he was part of the team that pulled him out and saved his life. And so he just talked about the full circle of that, of somebody he didn't know, that he got to be part of saving his life and then seven, eight years later, whatever it was, he got invited to his wedding. So pretty cool story. We also talked a lot about his book, which is called Fireproof. It's a book on leadership lessons. Great book. I asked him what he would tell his 20-year-old self if he could go back in time. He said, be humble or be humbled. Basically, don't be cocky. And I love that phrase, be humble or be humbled. And then, of course, I asked him what his definition of an extraordinary man is. He said, it's a man that serves, develops himself for other people, and adds value to other people. This just kind of scratched the surface. So if you missed the full episode, make sure you go back and give it a listen. Guys, thanks so much for joining me on another episode of the Extraordinary Man Podcast. Here's the thing. You're never going to maximize your potential on your own. So I'm personally inviting you to come and join me in the private Extraordinary Man Facebook group so you can level up your business and your life. Just head over to Facebook and type Extraordinary Man into the search box and it will show up as the first result. Iron sharpens iron and this is the number one place for you to connect with me and other like-minded men who are on a mission to maximize their potential. My goal is to help you become the man God created you to be in all areas of your life. So come and join us in the Facebook group and upgrade your business and your life. I'll see you on the next episode.